strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. Appreciate you spending some time with me. As always, it's Election Day. I want to remind you, uh, KTAR has got the best comprehensive coverage, better than any other station in the Valley. All day long, all night long, we are going to be covering the election to make sure you have up-to-the-minute information of what's happening before and after the polls close. So keep it locked here to KTAR. Download the KTAR News app. If breaking news happens, you're going to be informed about a story. You can read it from your device, or if it's happening on the air, you can listen from your device. But make sure you keep it here. We've got the best coverage in town. By far, it's a great team working on this from KTAR News. Um, we had a, I had a great uh, conversation with two different political strategists, um, uh, Chuck Coughlin, who has a company called High Ground, and he's a very well-respected person when it comes to campaigns and polls. I also talked with Tony Connie for the first time. I don't, I don't know Tony, but he was the deputy director for Biden, Arizona, on the left side of the aisle, talking about candidates and how they fared and how their campaigns were run and where we are in this election cycle. So let's start with Tony Connie. Um, and I asked him, what did what did he think the Democrats did right on the campaign trail? They've really had targeted campaigns where they're out there talking to exactly the right voters they need to be talking to, which means you've got so many people on the left and so many people on the right that have already made up their mind that you got to go out there and find not only the people who you might need to persuade to vote on your sort of, you know, your side, which I think you've seen a lot of outreach to. Republicans who might not be as into some of the Trump shenanigans as the uh, main ticket. So in his opinion, what we're they he thinks they've done well is they've reached across the aisle and pulled some voters their way from the other side. And I would say there's going to be a bit of a victory there because I think there will be more Republicans that cross over in one or more of the races than you're going to see Democrats crossing over to the other side. But how have they done with independent voters is what is really up for grabs. Um an update, you know, uh, we're having them all day. We talked earlier this morning with Stephen Richer, the county recorder, about ballot issues with issues with tabulation machines. And so for people out there that have questions, and not everybody that has questions about the election, not everyone that has questions about the validity or the counting of ballots um, – is considered to be an election denier. There are just many people that want to know why we have so many issues. And it's a fair criticism. It's a fair question. I, I feel for Stephen Richer because I like him. I, I, I think he's a good guy. I don't like the character attacks on Stephen Richer. But you have to acknowledge that if you have 20% of polling locations that have some issues with tabulation machines, people are going to ask very serious questions about why their ballots aren't being counted. At a time where the political climate is such that people want to make sure that their ballot is, ballot is counted properly, that they're going to have to drop it into a box and it's going to be counted later, or they can't put it in the machine and watch that it's been accurately counted, I think people are going to stay concerned. And a lot of these ca- campaigns and elections are very, very, very close And when that happens, when you see that happening, people are going to get angry. And I just don't want to see that cross a line. We got to wait and see what happens. We have to wait. And it's not about wins and losses. We have to wait and see how things play out. 
is this something that is easily fixed? When you have people uh, asking, there's videos all over all over the internet right now of people at polling locations, and there now there are people are asking about the uh, questions about which locations they are that they seem to be in. I'm hearing from people it seems to be in conservative leaning areas of town where the problems are. We don't see any problems in the left leaning areas. These these questions are going to continue until we figure out as a society how we're going to get these ballots counted quickly and efficiently. And I, I think it's an issue that's going to be a concern. So we're talking about how candidates fared, but we also have to talk about how the elections fared as well. Um, let's go to one of the comments for, uh, about that on the contentious election cycle. This is what Chuck Coughlin had to tell me. That's the narrative of both campaigns, both parties right now, has been to breed this discontent and unhappiness with the other side. And it leaves many Arizonans and many voters who are trying to navigate the environment sort of bereft of where to go and uh, you know the election denialism to the immigration crisis to to uh, you know the the road decision uh, to to immigration uh, is just a, a cornucopia of conflict that that is just characterizing the entire cycle and that's true and that's one of the issues here is that we have seen more political divide than we've seen before um, and it's interesting that because the divide is so vitriolic and it is it is such a deep divide, now when there's any kind of an issue, there's gonna be a lot more questions. And I'll tell you something, when you have when you're a candidate, whoever that candidate is, and you're running elections and you're running for as long as you are and the hours that you run six, seven days a week for months and months and months at a time, for there to be mistakes being made, you're gonna be on edge. And I don't blame them for that. I just what I do wanna see is that it's handled the right way. And on, on every side, I think that when uh, when the county recorder, when uh, Stephen Richer came on the show this morning and talked to us about it, I thought being candid and saying, no, we're disappointed in what's happened, but we're working hard to get it fixed. I think you got to be honest with people that and then we're going to see because as the day goes on, the middle of the day is going to be one thing. But what happens when people get off work and they want to go vote? Are these problems? Are these issues with the tabulation machines? Are they going to be solved by the time people get off work and the ones that are going to wait until three thirty, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock to go and vote. Are we going to see long lines because people want to vote or are we going to see long lines because only a limited number of the tabulation machines are working accurately? And that's the problem is that people just because and I'm not I don't agree with this necessarily is when the machine says it's tabulated your ballot. People wonder did it tabulated the right way. Did it switch my vote? How do I know it was done accurately? And I have to tell you that's I don't. I understand when you're frustrated that it's not working, but once it says it's worked, um, are we satisfied that our vote has counted? It is. Uh, it, it's a. It's interesting. I, well, I think it's interesting. I asked Tony Connie, and he was on the Biden campaign as a deputy director for Arizona. I asked him if he believes President Biden. In the un- being unpopular is dragging down Dem candidates. I do think it's dragging down Democrats uh, in Arizona, and I think that I think that everybody believes that the economy, you know, it, it's tough right now. Inflation is real. Um, you know, the fact that um, the cost of housing is skyrocketing, and I think it's a little bit unfair to blame the president. But you don't play in the world of fair or unfair when it comes to campaigns, <laughs> and so um, you know, I do think that that's that's a truth. 
And so he does agree. And I, 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 it would be I think it would have been dishonest for him to say anything else. So at least he stood up and said, yeah, absolutely. That's true. There's a reason why Barack Obama came to Arizona and not Joe Biden. There's a reason why the former president was here and not the current president. And he won the state. So uh, it, it's interesting. It's a very, very interesting time and uh, what's going on. Um, one last thing I want you to hear. Um, and we talked with Chuck Coughlin about the races for Senate. If they win those three Senate races, then it's going to be a 15-15 tie. If not, one of them loses. It's probably a one-seat majority for the Republicans in the legislature in the Senate. Probably similar in the House. It's going to be one or two. So very similar to what we have right now. It's, and, you know, that's a reflection of the cycle, Mike. We're, we're not talking about because Republicans have chosen to go of so I want to I'm going to cut it off there. He's talking about the Arizona state legislature that the Senate, he believes that there's a possibility it could be a 15 15 tie. But um, if not, he believes the Republicans will hold on to control and it may be the same in the House. There's just a one seat majority right now. Very interesting stuff coming up in a moment. We do. Did you hear this? It's how we catch you up on the biggest headlines of the day. And man, has it been a big day? It's all coming up. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Well, the busiest news day I've seen in a long time. Let's catch you up. Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Broomhead's reaction to the hottest news stories. Inflation does not seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. Americans are now paying about $445 more every month on the same goods and services as they were a year ago. Gas prices now about $380 a gallon nationwide. How will high inflation affect voters today? Well, we're going to see you know, how it's going to work out nationally. I think nationally we're going to see a big swing. We're going to see, I think, the Republicans for sure are going to take over the House. It's just going to be by how many seats. And in the Senate, I still believe it's going to be one or two seats for the Republicans, but we'll see. There are there are pathways for it to be Democrat-controlled or stay at a 50-50 split. I do think that this is the number one issue for Americans, and that's why we're seeing such a push in that direction. Uh, I'm anxious to see how some of the candidates play out. Here in Arizona, the economy is a very, very big issue, but I'm anxious to see how we vote because so many of these races are razor-thin in polling, and it's going to be down to the wire. Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzone said he would hold leaders accountable if they say untruthful statements. And in your words, you choose to try to incite violence or riots or things of that nature, that my men and women are in harm's way because of it, uh, or others could be hurt, then I'm going to hold you accountable. No different than the person who's out on the street throwing rocks or doing you know criminal things. What do you think about this statement? You know, I think, unfortunately, we're in a position where it has to be said. And that, that, that makes me sad in and of itself that we don't have a situation our hands where people can be passionate without threats of violence. We have allowed the extremists on both sides of every issue to take front and center stage, and it's got to stop whether you're throwing a white claw at Ted Cruz or you're choking somebody outside of a polling place or you're sending white powder or thing. You know, there is threats. Uh, You're watching ballot boxes wearing tactical gear. We have got to stop allowing the extremists to set the tone. We've got to get back to being reasonable, and I hope that's possible. 
You are listening to Did You Hear This? We do it every day at this time to catch you up on the biggest headlines. Many election offices across the country are ensuring security for workers and the site at large. In Flagstaff, Arizona, one election office will be barricaded by bulletproof glass. And the walls of an election office in Tallahassee, Florida, are fortified with Kevlar. Behind the scenes, the Justice Department is now expanding its monitoring of polling places to 24 states. Do you think this will be the norm in future elections? No, I don't. I I think, you know, the pendulum swings very, very often. But usually we get back to, you know, what are cooler heads prevailing. I think it doesn't help when you have voting machines not working, when you have the tabulation machines that are not taking ballots and you're having to put them into the machines three or four times. It does foster discontent. There's no doubt that needs to be fixed, but I think in the end when it's all said and done, we won't always allow the extremist voices to be the ones that get the most attention. Here in Arizona, it may take a bit to find out who won in their respective races. Early ballots are already being counted, but if it's close today, counting all of those dropped off and turned in today could take a while. And ahead of claims of fraud or something is wrong, elections officials say fair warning. It could be a day or two before results are known. Do you have any predictions for tonight? No, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I could not possibly hazard a guess as to what we're going to know for sure tonight and when we're going to have to wait and see and what the final results are going to be. I will say this. I do think that there are two keys to getting the elections under control in the minds of people. Number one is we have to make sure we do a better job with these machines. Way ahead of time, whatever tests we have to do over and over and over again leading up to election day, number one. But number two, we've got to be able to count the votes faster. We've got to be able to get results in so it's not making people think that cheating is happening behind the scenes and making excuses. This is a 21st century. We can do a lot better than we've been doing. And I'm not faulting any one individual or group of people. It's just something we need to focus on. Let's get a better system that gets results faster that people can trust in. And that should be the goal for everyone. Um, Again, I'll remind you, we've got, I believe, it is true. It isn't about a belief. It's just a fact. We've got the best election coverage in the Valley by far in the state of Arizona. If you want up-to-the-minute results of what's happening and when results start coming in, no one is going to do a better job than KTAR News. The news team is on it. We have people out in the field. We have people here working on stories in-house. We are updating things on voting machines and otherwise so we can keep you notified up-to-the-minute. We're going to have election coverage all day long and into the night. So that when the polls close, well, you'll know about it. We'll talk about it. When results start coming in at 8 o'clock, you'll be the first to know. So keep it locked on KTAR News and download that KTAR News app because it will update you as these stories come in. And you can either read about it on your device or listen from that device as well. Uh, the team here is working tirelessly to make sure that you have accurate, up-to-the-minute information. And no one's doing a better job than KTAR News. I can tell you that. Coming up in a moment, we're going to talk a little bit about that conversation. Stephen Richer from the county recorder's office, Paul Penzone, the sheriff of Maricopa County, and making sure that people believe in the results of this election. We'll talk about all of it next. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. I want to remind you that most people that have pets have great photos of their pets. And if you want to send them to us, we want to see them. Send us a photo of your pet. You can win a $100 gift card. Head over to the contest page at KTAR.com for complete details and to submit your pictures of your pets. That's pretty cool. Um, I want to 
want to talk about elections. And uh, we had two interesting conversations. We had a lot of interesting conversations this morning. Um, and one of them was with Stephen Richard, the county recorder, who uh, said, you know, he's disappointed in what happened in the rollout this morning, that there was up to 20 percent of locations were experiencing some problems with tabulation machines, which further fosters doubt with people that already doubt the validity of those machines counting ballots. That was a big part of the audit. And a big part of everything else is our tabulation machines in Maricopa County uh, not counting accurately. But what ended up happening, and I just want to remind everyone of this without starting a big fight, when the audit was done, and it took forever, by the way, to hand count those ballots, when the audit was done – they didn't find any widespread fraud. Now, the company that, that they hired to do this, uh, the Cyber Ninjas, I think were incompetent in this area. And, and I've, I've, I want to be fair to them because I don't know much about them. But they had never done an audit like this. And they were predisposed to believe that the election was stolen, which should have dis- disqualified them from the beginning because that's not science. Science isn't having a conclusion in your mind and going out to prove your conclusion. Science is you let the, you let the evidence dictate. At the end of the whole thing, millions of dollars and months and months of work, the cyber ninjas went to a Senate hearing and said, we got a lot of questions that someone needs to answer. Well, hang on a minute. You were hired to answer the questions, not ask them. But in the end, there wasn't there wasn't any evidence of fraud. There have been multiple. So the reason why I'm saying that isn't to open up an old wound. It is to say we need to calm down. That the idea that things are not right needs to be acknowledged, and I know that the county recorder did acknowledge that, that things did not roll out as well as he had hoped they would. And, I, you know, Stephen Richer is a good guy, and um, the idea that he's in on some hoax or in on stealing some election, I just don't believe it. I don't believe that's true. That doesn't mean that this job is getting done right, and that's one, re- one area where I feel bad for him because I like him. And I don't want to see him the the kind of uh, focus of people's attention in the wrong way. So, uh, but you have to acknowledge it didn't roll out well. If up to twenty percent of locations are experiencing problems, if there are tabulation machines that are not working, if you're limited in the number of machines you have and it's slowing down people's ability to vote, if machines are having to be fed ballots multiple times in order to take the ballot. It does breed discontent and confusion and questions in people, and that's the last thing we want to do. Um, Paul Penzone, the sheriff of Maricopa County, uh, had a couple of things to say, and this one is talking about poll workers. We're humans, and there are going to be errors, but they'll be overcome by good good men and women who are responsible to count these votes. So um, give them the benefit of the doubt, be patient with them, work with them, and, and the outcome will be transparent and accurate. And that's the issue. We all want it to be accurate. You know, we're, we're not always going to get the results we want. We know that's true, but we want it to be accurate. We want it to be accurate. So I asked uh, I asked Stephen Richer this morning, what was the cause of the tabulation issues? It's something to do with the alignment of the ballot and the uh, the tabulator, but we haven't quite figured it out yet. A few different strategies have made the ballot read a little better. So that was part of it. And so I asked him, I said, you know, nothing is perfect. Is this about what you expected? How do you feel about the beginning of the voting today at the polls? This is disappointing, and we're working to fix it as soon as we can. Uh, but the important thing is, is that nobody is being turned away. Every single ballot will still be counted. Uh, just we're a little bit disappointed that uh, these machines are a few of these machines aren't working as intended. 
So what is going to happen? And this is is this going to be a perfect storm where we know that there are many of these statewide races and we, we got to talk about district races, too, because in the end, what's up for grabs here is not just six statewide races, not just the well, five statewide races on a statewide race for the Senate seat that could you know change the the control of the United States Senate. That's a big deal. The other five statewide races for those those offices also a very, very big deal. But how about the balance of power in the state legislature? For as long as I've lived in Arizona, and I've been here for almost 28 years, for as long as I've lived here, there has been a big majority of Republicans until the last few. And Democrats have shrunk those district leads, you know, the House and the Senate in the state legislature, down to about a seat each. And we could flip power in either one or both chambers. So these elections matter. And with things coming down to the wire and being razor thin, um, people are going to be on edge and they're going to want to make sure if you're talking about Joe Biden winning Arizona by 10,000 votes, 10,000 votes. That's a very small margin in comparison to the number of voters that are out there. There are still questions about 2020 in the minds of a lot of people. Now you've got the United States Senate, the governor's race, the secretary of state's race. You've got the attorney general's race. You've got the superintendent of public instructions race and the treasurer's race. All of those are very important offices and with the exception of one or two are within the margin of error and are overwhelmingly close. So I understand Stephen Richard saying it's been disappointing, but you know lawyers are going to get involved. This is going to take some time. What I would hope is that we see people stay calm until all the facts are in. Um, my biggest fear is that people are going to um, act out. Now, I don't think it's the main. There are a lot of people. There's a big difference between anger and violence. Sometimes anger is good. We all understand that being angry is not a bad thing. Not being able to control it is. And that's the concern for so many is that what's going to end up happening is people aren't going to be able to control their anger. You know, I, I talked with the sheriff about this, about putting barricades up at, at the county recorder's office. So we've done things like physical barricades all around recorder's office. I've dedicated employees, you know, deputies and, and even detention officers out there helping us to monitor all of, not, I say all of, to, on a rotation to monitor the polling sites. So they have grids where they've got, you know, a handful of sites that they'll be responsible to check on and we'll respond very quickly if there's an issue of concern. And the good news is, so far, we have not heard any reports where arrests have had to be made or the sheriff's department had to step in. Um, so that's good news. We want to keep it that way. We want to keep it civil. This should be civil discourse. We're going to continue with these conversations before we close out the show here to make sure that the Arizona election goes the way it's supposed to go, that everybody feels as if their ballot was counted fairly. We'll talk more about it next. and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. It's election day. You're still going to get the best coverage anywhere here at KTAR News, so make sure you've got that news app, the KTAR News app, downloaded on your phone or any device you have, and make sure you keep it locked here. Barry Markson is going to have an election special coming up. We'll have coverage throughout the day and into the night. Seven o'clock to the night, we seven o'clock tonight, we all take to the airwaves. We cover it going into the evening with the ballot drop and the first results coming in at about eight p.m. And then throughout the night, we will be here as long as it takes to get you up to the minute. 
information on this election cycle. So uh, very proud of the team here at KTAR News and everything they've done to try to put this together and make sure you're as informed as you can be. Um, big news this morning was that there were some problems at some of the voting uh, locations. Now, normally, that would not be huge news, but it's made national news in a couple of uh, markets or in a couple of uh, stations. Because Arizona has been ground zero with the audit and election denial. So at a time where we can't afford, and I've got to be fair about this because during the primary, there were big issues in Pinal County. Pinal County had major issues. And uh, we asked a lot of questions that we acknowledge, man, this is not the time for this. That when you you are seeing the discontent with voters being as high as it's ever been, that we can't afford to do this. And, you know, they were called out for it. It's unfortunate now because um, I consider Stephen Richer a friend. Uh, I think he's a good guy. I think he's an honorable guy. So calling his character into question I don't think is the right thing because I don't think that there any of this is but done by design. I certainly don't believe that at all. <clears throat> but – in a time when you need to be as close to perfect as possible for them to say they're disappointed in how this has gone so far is an understatement because we don't want to breed more discontent in voters. We understand that what this will lead to, let's say the elections, it's all sorted out. The elections are handled. They are certified. We move forward with whoever the winners are in these races across the state. Um, we know that next legislative session, no matter who wins and who loses in these elections, this will be an issue. And we we need this to start going away. I think that the best way for us to move forward is to attract more people into the process. Um, I want that more than anything else, that more people out there, because we all have strong opinions about politics and about the, the direction of the country and the direction of the state for that matter. But there are a lot of people that don't get involved in the process for a multitude of reasons. Uh, one is I don't believe that my vote matters, not that it's cheating, but that my voice is not going to change anything. And the other is I just don't like the climate. I don't want the phone calls. I don't want to get involved. You know, there's the the uh, old saying that if you put on white gloves and grab onto a big pile of mud, the mud doesn't get glovey. But the glove gets muddy. Nobody wants to get muddy. They don't want to be involved in what they consider to be a dirty process. And they think politics is a dirty business. The other side of that, though, is that the people out there that are not registered to vote but are strongly opinionated are the very people that could change the system. We have the same people voting for the same people. If you want to change the elected officials, you have to change the voters, not get rid of the other voters, but have more voices in the system. And I think those disenfranchised people that don't like the system as it is for whatever reason are the ones that need to engage. And we're not going to get any closer to getting people to do that as long as we've got people in tactical gear watching ballot drop boxes and we've got barricades around the county recorder's office and we've got uh, powder being mailed to a gubernatorial candidate's office, whether it was a prank or otherwise – it doesn't it doesn't bring people into it. People are busy. I know that sounds like such a trite thing to say, but people are busy and they're also caught up with enough stress and enough disappointment with what's going on in the economy and trying to keep their heads above water and working two jobs or working extended periods of time at the job they have and raising their kids and spending money they don't have. The last thing they want to do is be frustrated at a polling place or with a process. So they walk away. They end up leaving the process or not engaging in the process because it's just one more frustrating, stressful thing in their life. 
And I hope in the future we are able to sort out whatever our differences are and whatever our problems are in voting to ensure that when you cast a ballot, you're just doing your civic duty. I mean, I love I love to vote. I know that sounds silly to say I love to vote. I love going to the polls. Now, I went early because of today it's so busy for us. So I went on Friday to an early ballot location. But I go in person and I drop my ballot in an envelope. And uh, and I just I, I love the process. I love knowing that we are affecting the direction of the country and the direction of our state. Um, we're just about out of time. You hear the music playing. Keep in touch. I'd love to hear your messages of how your vote went today, how things are going. At Broomhead KTAR is where you can find me on Twitter. Um, that's my personal Twitter account. If you're reading tweets or getting tweets, those are from me. At Broomhead Show, update you what's happening on the show. And then Mike Broomhead, all one word on Instagram. Another reminder before I close it out, Barry Markson's got an election special special coming up noon to two, then the afternoon guys, and then election coverage into the night beginning at 7 p.m. right here. So it is not going to end at the end of this show. It's going to continue into the evening with the best coverage in the entire valley right here on KTAR News. Make sure you download that news app so that you can keep tabs on the biggest news stories as Election Day moves forward. Hoping to get results soon. Hope you're able to vote. Keep in touch. I'll be back this evening and tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.